Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy, soon-to-be-relegated Jets season ticket holder, it's Zach Elias. What's up, buddy? I was going to say, I'm soon-to-be-relegated. You're bringing back Dancona. I'm going down to the minors. I love that you bring that up all the time. I think she got relegated. That's pretty much why I went down. Speaking of relegation, I hate to jump in so early, but... I saw a post online because one of my buddies went to see Adley Rushman's first game the other day and immediately under the Oriole fans, people are just giving him all the business going, yeah, he's going to look great in Las Vegas Orioles colors. And I think they threw him like a Nashville there too. And it hurt so much. I felt it. it. It's honestly so upsetting. Like such a classic franchise, like like the Reds as well. A historic franchise. They're always good or interesting. They should have teams pathetic these days. And the Orioles just every year. Booze your daddy the podcast. Tuesdays we do it live sometimes, not the last two weeks, but normally we do. Saturdays we're posting these episodes later, so people make sure you're coming, hanging out. We like the participation. Sometimes there's a Ron Katz, sometimes he's in person. You never know. Meeting him was exciting. I liked him. Nice guy. He delivered what he promised. I'm curious on your thoughts of that. Before we get in today's episode, why don't you tell everybody what we are drinking? We are drinking just straight up. Goose Island, I guess it's just their IPA. Nothing fancy about it. Coming at you. Hoppy, grapefruity, refreshing. And I don't like either. Well, I like hops more than grapefruit. We had a text about scintillating conversation about melons and grapefruits and citrus. It was really us derailing. But no, I don't, it was you. Fine, it was me derailing. I don't <laughs> like grapefruit, and I don't get most melons outside of the water and possibly the mango, which I believe is a melon. I don't get honeydew. Well, those melons, that's obvious. But like, I don't get honeydew. I don't get cantaloupe. I, I don't get any of those like in-between melons. It's not for me. I don't like a melon spoon. No cottage cheese. Get it out. What if they melon ball it for you? That's what I said. The spoon. I don't like any of oh. it. Zach, I didn't know that grapefruity goes into the, the description of this beer. Did you, I've never noticed that. Well, fire in the hole. Let's see if it's like citrusy and sour. And Release the Kraken. Mechaim. Mechaim. Grapefruity. Before, All I taste now is grapefruit. Okay. I purposely didn't tell you this story from last night because I wanted you to introduce the beer. Grant, I let you do that every week. You said, and I quote, Goose Island Beer Company, yada, yada. I guess it's their IPA. Okay. Yeah. That was what you said word for word. Sure. I sat down last night at stands across the street from Yankee Stadium. Your, bo- your boy Eric yeah, sits down. Waitress comes over, sweet as can be. I had already had a couple beers. And Eric says, I'll get the goose. She says, What? And he then goes, Goose Island. And she kind of nods along. Would it and then- amazing she just grabbed his ass and said, Yeah, you've been goosed. <laughs> like in the old days. Is it the goose the front? No, it's when you get someone in the ass. Like you, you goose them. You give them a little oomph. I thought the goose was when you grab the crotch and they honk it. Maybe in Baltimore and <laughs> everywhere else it's the back. So, continuing like on. Full Trump? That's not goosing. <laughs> it was legal back in the day. They loved it. She walks away to go get the beer. And I turned to him and I kind of was like, oh, Goose Island? He goes, yeah, usually you can just say goose. And I thought that was a little presumptuous. Then I said to him, why didn't you specify IPA? Kind of the way you just did. And he goes, it's assumed. It's, if you get the goose, you're getting the Goose Island a, IPA. He's a dick. B, nobody in stands has ever ordered anything other than Bud Light in the history of time. 
How it much? Amazing if she or if, it would be amazing if she just brought him a Bud Light and goes, "There's your goose, fuck off." She was super sweet. How much for a Bud Light at stands? Twelve ounces in a bottle. In a bottle at stands nowadays, nine dollars. Nine dollars domestic, ten dollars imported. Cheaper on the outside, only in Baltimore, baby. <laughs> you know that's a saying that has nothing to do with anything related to sex, drugs, or rock and roll. It's that you can bring food inside, and there's all these vendors outside of Camden Yards, and they just yell, "Cheaper on the outside." One, they they go full, they go into it. They really do. So they're selling eleven hot dogs to the nine people that went to those Blue Altor games. You're out of your mind. It gets packed over by pickles. Okay, what, what, what? Episode one thirty. We're what calling this one "Ignorance Is Bliss." What do you think we're talking about today, Zachy? Jason Bliss. You are correct. Now. I am not oblivious to the fact that nobody listening to this podcast, maybe 3% of our listeners, know who Jason Bliss is. So we're not going to go too deep into it. Yeah, we're just going to say, this guy last night I'm at a baseball game with. Oh, I'm just a- some context, he's somewhere in between on the evolutionary chart. He's not quite standing all the way up yet. Go on. He is, you know who I really want to describe him mostly to people as? He reminds me of a blue Tarski, but not that off the rails. Ogre? It's just weird. He is an awesome guy. Look, he's a little older. He's got two boys that are twins that I think are in their teens right about now. And this guy, he's an animal. He is out of his mind. And he had so many lines last night that I just sat there just taking notes while this guy held court because he's kind of goofy and silly. But he's actually shockingly smart for what it is, too. Oh, no. He's good at what he does. First off, he has a personalized jersey that says Bliss Man on it, which is so good. I I say Snyder Man all the time. I'm never putting that on a jersey. Awful. He gives me the business as far as this podcast goes. And I always am very open. Look, people, watch it, like it, don't like it. I'm not making you come to the show. You want to listen? Great. But he, he... Always. He is so funny because he's always giving me shit. And before we got into the stadium, I was talking to Eric and Bliss about monkey pox. I actually really wanted to call this episode monkey pops. And then we just go on a rant about cereal. But last night superseded everything. I'm thinking we may use that next week to do an audience participation. And we do our cereal rankings, which I think would be fun. All I said was, you know, monkeypox, January 2020, there was how many cases of the vid. And next thing you know, it's a thing. Well, have you been following monkey pops? A little bit. And you call it pops. Yeah, because you pop the little things. Isn't that what it is for? Pop the little monkeys? The little um, puzzles of pus. Okay, gross. Yes, I've been roughly following monkey pops, but I don't have the stats in front of me. So it started with a couple, and, and it, it's not going to be a epidemic or a pandemic but i was saying to them before the game i said yeah it started with monkey powers because like orangutans don't mess around god they're super strong yeah so meanwhile i said no i'm pretty sure they're up to like 50 cases and bliss jumps in with the that's probably more than the people who listen to your podcast right and it was great it was really huge in the monkey pox ward they just have that thing on the nurse walks away they just have us on loop us then the feelings and then they go again the feelings You'll be okay with your monkey. Now, you've been out with Bliss enough to know that he rolls hard, right? Yeah. And when he doesn't get what he wants, he brings his own. He's always got like a little flask of fireball on him or some obscene weird loud ball. You can't bring a flask into Yankee Stadium. He showed up up with his pockets stuffed with, and I quote, nips. Nips. They're miniatures. Who calls them nips? Everyone calls them nips. What do you call them? Miniatures or minis. No, no, no. They're nips. He's right. He shows I, I, up. Is that a New York thing? Because actually, I, I haven't heard that really outside of New York. Nips. 
in my I prefer gold airplane bottles, but for the most part, it's snips. Zach, you would have thought that he was smuggling in fentanyl. How secretive and weird he was with this. It was always like, hey, hey, you guys want some of this? And I just grabbed it. I was like, yeah, I, nobody cares. I taped a bunch of them to my legs one time before a violent feminist concert. Back to you. <laughs> uh, thanks, Johnny. We're back now. <laughs> Best part of last night, though, with Bliss, he starts telling me a story that he goes, yeah, yeah, don't repeat this. And try to think of the best way to not put anybody on blast. But he said, you know, his boys are 16. And let's just say the other day he walked in on a solo performance or possibly a duet of this guy playing his favorite instrument. Oh, I thought a duet is when the twins are in the same room. <laughs> and he, he goes, I said, what'd you do, man? He goes, I left the room and I said, why did you lock the door? The next day his son comes up to him and says... Can we just never talk about what happened? And he was like, yeah, never. Oh, yeah, you don't talk about him playing his upright organ. That's a Rodney line. I couldn't believe it. Because you always think like, oh, I don't want to be that guy. And just, he was, yeah, so guess what I saw the other day? His son's a little schmeckle. <laughs> you assume. You, buy, you pop, you crack the door back up, smaller than your brother. And then see where that goes. That would have been a de- just devastating. Now, this story I wanted to tell about him, I'd never intended to tell on air. Were you at the game when we were just playing horribly up on like 105th and Riverside and Bliss was the pitcher and couldn't make a play to save his life. This is, yeah. Do you remember this? For people who don't know this, we are the bad news bears. We're hitting, we're, it was just such a, such a bad game. We couldn't get an out. And finally, a ball gets rolled back to the pitcher. He picks it up with his hand with all the time in the world. And then like a snare trap, his ankles go together. He falls flat on his face, throws the ball into the ground, and I was screaming. I was screaming like, what in the hell? His calf? I think he t- partially tore his Achilles. Like His leg just snapped. But if you would have watched it, it looked like Forrest Gump. Like something just bit him, and he went stiff and fell over. <laughs> I pulled a muscle in my uh, my quad. Oh, yeah? How's your, how's your uh, calf doing, buddy? It's a quad. Oh, the calf that you massage. Other side, I could have used Daddy's magic hand, mm. although we're getting a little bit north with the quad. Um, the calf that you massaged thoroughly, mind you, and you really didn't even warm up to it. You got right in there. We didn't even. You think I'm Nora, shy? We didn't put like, the Nora Jones on or light the candles. Like you just went for it. It felt great right after you did it. Then, like always, does. Fifteen minutes later, it went right back to hurting. So I called you a quack, which you still might be. But by the way, the next day it felt pretty good. I'm still waiting on that copay. So waiting on my copay. So yeah, I, I pulled my upper thigh and you know, hilarity ensued thereafter. I smoked the ball and needed a pinch runner coming around second where I stopped. Like it would have normally been a triple or a dinger. And I gave it my best coming around first and it was going pretty well. And then like, no, I had nothing left. I just stopped at second and called for like Osvaldo. Don't know why you didn't call last night. Yeah. Meanwhile, Osvaldo and his brother are fantastic banter. One time he hit one and like... Was rounding second. You hear from the dugout, Intelligente, Intelligente. Like, <laughs> the place fell down laughing. And he stops in second. The two of them are like out of central casting. Zach, speaking of the massage heard around the Upper West Side, we're there. We're hanging out with Ron Katz, his lovely wife. We had a great time last week. And I cannot believe I couldn't negotiate the taco lady. <laughs> that place. Tacos in that place come three, twos and threes. They have a million varieties. So all I wanted was three different ones, like every other Mexican restaurant ever. But no, it has to be three of the same. When I asked her why, nobody spoke for what felt like forever. And then she just said, they don't do it that way. And I asked why again. No, Stonewalled he don't do it. No, yeah, Mr. No. Superman, no here. Like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> she had nothing for me. And they were delicious, but I would have loved a variety. 
You're talking about a place on the Upper West Side that is Taqueria 86, located on 94th. And you on a heard side street, like where I used to make a laundromat. She should have been thrilled to negotiate with me. You know why it's 86? Did you hear the story? I did. I've already forgotten it. Because that's when Mexico hosted the World Cup. But, to, but they didn't win. They just hosted it. It had nothing to do with yeah. anything else. And the fact that they're on, it, it made no sense there. I'm going to open a restaurant 94 because that's when we had the Olympics. Like, whatever. Like the Richard Jewell games. And I'm not, not going to get any It was 96 in Atlanta. Whatever. Zach, you had one of the funnier lines I've heard in a long time. Because yeah. I get my margaritas with tajin, which is Mexican Old Bay. It's a rim job. It's amazing. Yeah. I lick it off. It's, it's, it's so good. And so yeah, you when got the, the fifth base with that thing. <laughs> when the waitress came over, I said... Could I get a mezcalita con tajin? And your face of looking, you went, <laughs> for the people not watching, Zach puts his cup in the air and goes, a mezcalita con virgin? And he starts virgin? twisting yeah. it round and round. <laughs> Gets up there and you, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the twist made that joke so good. I don't know if that's one of those Top you had to comedy. be there. Yeah, it's it, like me and me and Carrot Top. Oh, I had a training today. I had to sit through all day today. The lady kept on saying, when you need to get help from the support staff, you do a carrot and then you write rehab setup. It's not worth getting into. Every single time she goes, carrot top and rehab setup. And every time she said carrot top, I was like, wait, what? where's the reference here? What? That's just called a carrot, right? It's not a carrot top. A carrot. The little. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. A carrot. A carrot top. He's carrot top. I'm with you. While we're sticking on the subject of cans and drinking and whatnot, I just finished this. Monday's episode of Better Call Saul. No spoilers. I'm not going to ruin anything. I haven't even started the season yet. How is it? It's good, but I don't know what they're going to do for the last six episodes. They kind of shot their load pretty good because you know what's going to happen. It's one of those things where, right? Like there's three characters that aren't in Breaking Bad and you need to know what happens to them. That's all you're waiting for. And you get some closure with two of them. Anywho, you watch them talk about, I'm calling this the can trick where there was some ginger ale that was shaken up. It was dropped on the floor. And then a guy comes by and he shows a little trick. He goes, if you just spin it around fast enough, the centrifugal force makes the bubbles go away. And then he opens it, no explosion. You and I are hanging out in two weeks. I think I'm going to violently shake up a can, try the can trick, and then open it on my face. Let's dance. (laughs) You have nothing to lose, right? No, I got nothing. Zachy, getting back to the game last night, I'm a away fan. I'm an Orioles fan. And I rock the orange. I don't care. I'm a pretty good guy. You know, you might get like a couple of people saying some things here and there, but nothing's really bad. We had a couple of people, a couple rows behind us, and I didn't even notice, but Nate turns to me and goes, uh, you're getting chirped at by these guys back there. And I turn around, and they are yelling. Nate got invited too? Who, who didn't get invited to this game? Said me. Uh, well, George got invited, but then he decided to go to the hockey game. So he was invited too, but. Ridiculous. So these kids are chirping at me, and I turn around. I want to hear it, and I'll engage and be nice about it. And I was eating a Italian sausage with peppers. And this kid's going, you glizzy, you're a glizzy, you glizzy, glizzy. And I'm, I stopped. I said, what? I don't understand what he's saying. I would have to Nate, Google it. Like, what's a glizzy? I didn't care enough to Google it. And I asked Nate what it is. And he was like, oh, it's uh, uh. He tried to pretend like he knew what it was in context, but couldn't define it. And these kids go on and on and on. And I'm just going with it. Uh, 25, 26, maybe. I would have asked her, listen, man, you're not speaking my ear. What's a glizzy? I hear you. And then they started throwing bread at me. And I was just like, oh, Jesus, is this here really happy? We're 10 deep. And I'm just like, I'm not doing this. Like, what, what do you want to come down here? Not to mention, being an Orioles fan at this game, I could be 100% right. It's not going to look good when you see an Oriole fan pounding on a Yankee guy. So I, 
I let it go. All you have to say is, Patia wins 28 games a year. What do you want out of me? This is all I can do from killing myself. Like, what does this guy want from you? Once that started... And then the Orioles started scoring runs. Every run, I was going to... At one point, I did a fake horror where I was lifting the chair in the air. If you're going to be an asshole to me, like, I'm going to turn oh, it yeah, up. That's what- it was fantastic. Then they ended up leaving in the 7th or 8th, so it didn't even really matter. But Jesus. the best part about this, early Kenneth for Pichadu, this morning, your boy Eric sends out an email entitled Lizzie, which he didn't go ahead and look up anything. He just thought they were saying Lizzie. It was very funny. I looked up the origin. A glizzy is a hot dog. It is not even a metaphor for anything else. It is a hot dog where it originated in the DMV area. That's a deep dive from these guys. It was inside baseball times 10. a real deep cut. But it, it would, to me, it would be as if they were speaking a foreign language and cursing at me. I was sitting there like, dude, I don't know what you're saying. Like, congratulations. Use words I know. Like, yeah, you're not speaking my language there, little guy. <laughs> a great wife and Tommy boy. The fans... I've been to a couple Mets games with you. These Yankee fans these days, it's all children who have no etiquette whatsoever because most of the game... They, like eight or like six. I would seven. say 18 to 26, these kids who spent most of the game yelling at the Yankee players, which I couldn't figure out what the like point of that was. at them or like cheering Screaming Aaron Judge until Aaron Judge just kind of did like a wave to get them to shut up. And I they just used said, to do that. They would always go around the horn. That was they, the first they do inning. the roll call in the first inning. And then after that, you don't say anything. No, I hate the roll call. The roll call is pretty cool. No, it's not. I thought they it was pretty cool. But, but people there Bernie are just, Williams. Hey, fuck him. All I and know the rest is of that team. I said it's like the Steve Bartman analogy. If I am down low enough and a foul ball comes, if I'm the home team, I'm doing a get back. I have my arms across people. Let the guy make the play. If it's the away team, I'm going hard in the paint trying to get that ball. Why heckle? Too soon. Hey, we were off. (laughs) Why heckle your own team, Zach? No, it's insane. I mean, not this point in the season. I've been at many Met games where I've heckled them, but it was usually like August. Oh, yeah. Another thing at these games that I can't get over, the amount of people just vaping everywhere. Just constantly. Yankee Stadium smelled like weed last night. I I don't get it. Zach, are you an Instagram guy? Do you have Instagram? Do you know what it is? I do have it. I go on once a month. Somebody sent me. I don't TikTok anymore either other than the baseball card guy. I don't remember his name. I sent it to you. There is a guy on TikTok who literally just opens up random 91 Don Russ packs of baseball cards and goes through the players. I'm captivated. It's nonsense. It's it's mesmerizing. He makes fun of the randos or like the weird haircuts sometimes. Have you not seen at some of the, I know in Queens, they have these grocery stores where they have the vending machines. You can get a pack of Donruss for about two twenty five. A, a 2022 pack or a 1992 pack? 1992 pack for about two bucks. You want me to get you one next time? Absolutely. I'll take you a picture next time. And you, you let me know which one you want. I'll do the whole put, you know, nine quarters in and pull the thing for you. <laughs> The hardest part of the whole thing is having the amount of quarters. I think I have but three it, on me right now. It's fantastic. It's like when the Mets are getting blown out and they get a random box of cards and Gary, Keith, and Ron just reminisce about idiots that nobody has a clue who they are. Oh, yeah, I plunked that guy in a game in 1991. Do they do that on air? Oh, yeah. When the Mets are getting torched, they'll just have one of the runners get them the full box of like the 93 Fleer set or tops, whatever the guy got back there, and they open it and they just go through players and tell stories if they remember them or not. The game is like, it's like 14 to two in the sixth. They'll do that. It's gold because they know all these guys. And Gary was like a dorky guy who was a baseball card aficionado. He knows everybody. So even though like Keith and Ron, I don't remember this guy because I probably blacked out during those days. <laughs> Gary's like, oh, you don't remember him? He went to this high school. He, like, he's a total nerd. They're like, man, I don't remember that whole season. <laughs> That was a Quaalude season. <laughs> the Ludes. Yeah. 
I love Samanda giving you some shit saying it's like your son watch her son watching YouTube where the kids play with toys and do unboxings. It's the same thing. What do they do? Kids play with toys? Do you not know what an unboxing is? No. There's all this ASMR of the crinkle of the paper of they open up stuff. It's I don't it's rap. cracked. Anyway, Zach, Instagram. One of my what, buddies bugs? my buddy sent me this link for something. And the actual clip was kind of funny, but I said, I'm curious to see more of what this Instagram brand is. There is a handle. It's called Kids Getting Hurt. And every single clip is like a father and a son doing something really sweet together. And you just wait for it. And after about 10 seconds, there's always a payoff. They don't ever show you the kid crying, but it's always a kid getting rocked or hit somewhere. It is so funny. And then today, oh, it's really, it's the opposite of America's Funniest Home Video. It's like the revenge of that. Yeah, the dad was eating the nuts. Yes. Today they posted one. It was just words. It was Yesterday, I went to McDonald's and heard a little kid screaming, Mom, hurry up. There's only four more Happy Meals. I was next in line, so I told the cashier, Can I have four Happy Meals, please? I saw his face shifted from smiling to crying. It was beautiful. You know that's made up. It's great. It's so good. I don't think I've ever recommended an Instagram follow to you. Kids getting hurt is it's up there for me. I'll check it out. Just the same way I've never recommended a follow for anything, but I send you the, the baseball card guy. He's good. I'll check that out. Obviously... Terrible things happen in this world, and I never wish anything bad for kids. Let's let that be very clear. But if they're going to get rocked in the face with a soccer ball, I am all for it. Oh, I love like those wipeout things, like that that machine, like where the big uh, arm goes around, you just have to jump over it or duck. But there's always mm-hmm. a five year old who like gets knocked down, and then they try to stand up, and the next one hits him, and he just continuously gets hit by the machine. It's the funniest things in the world. He doesn't have like the dodge, or he just gets keeps you pummeled by it. All right, Zach, I'm curious which one of these is worse, and they're both celebration. Related, okay, and I think I know which one you're going to pick. The first one, this is separate from Pichu of the week. The first one is the which Florida. Going to be you, by the way, but we'll get to that. Shortly. The Florida Panthers, who were down three nothing in the series, were in Tampa, and the night before Game Four in Tampa, best strip clubs, they went out and had the time of their lives. Good they then them. went out and got swept the next day, and yeah. they're out of the playoffs. Is that worse than? I- I'm curious. <laughs> no, no matter what it is, uh, daffodils. No. So there was a amateur, like adult level English soccer team, where it was a bunch of guys who won the Stanley Cup of whatever their stupid league is. They rented a double decker with the open rooftop and drove around the town with the shitty little trophy, just honking the horn and celebrating like they just won the Premier League. Which one of those is worse? Those are both great. You, but... You're into both of them? Yeah, so I don't. You want a championship? Hell, if we were our softball team and someone you would do that double decker bus, you wouldn't be an asshole. I would once. I would do it once just to do. How many times do you win that thing? I've won so many championships in my life. Maybe they're the Cubs. Maybe they don't win. If you got one crack at that, but the strip club thing, good for them. Apparently, the Ning are unbeatable these days. So you're down 3 0. You're not going to win. Go have some fun. I mean, I guess you could do that after the game, but you're probably miserable then. Wait, did it the night before or like the day of before the game? The night before. It it was game. Game, oh, it was not like a seven o'clock game. game, and they went at four o'clock to the strip club. No, that would have been a false move. It was the night before. That's fine. You could sleep that up. I thought they did it like the they afternoon of. Like maybe they did. I don't know. <laughs> uh, they won the president's cup this year. President's trophy. Which president? Polk. 
I got a great segue with that. Zach, one of my patients today tells me about going around online. Maybe, and I actually looked into this. There's a Wikipedia page. The JFK Abraham Lincoln conspiracy of how many things in their lives tied up and they were all together. And you open it up. It's like, well, he was born in 1839 and he was born in 1939. Or there was just so many of them. I was so much hoping that if you clicked on it, it was that big black with the hog. Like at the same point. But my lady made me watch this and it goes on and on out. I'm scrolling down and most of them are there. Both of their names are seven letters. And then I get to one that was the day before Lincoln died. He was in Monroeville, South Carolina. The day before JFK died, he was inside Marilyn Monroe. Hello. That was good. <laughs> was so the good. whole thing a setup just to get to that punchline? No, it was a lot. That of them. would have been great. They really slow played the aces. A lot of the other ones, it was Lincoln died in Ford's theater. JFK died in a Lincoln, and there were so many that were a little contrived. But I'm not a conspiracy guy, so I didn't care. But the Monroe thing was really good. I saw a funny like shirt. It was like a it looked like a Yelp review, like for, it had Lincoln's face. It was Ford's Theater one star, and it had like a funny review about it. It made me laugh. I, I've I've seen that. Yeah, Zach Pichadu of the week. I got nine candidates. Let's go through these. Ten. Candidate number one, Oreo and Ritz, I think both made by Nabisco, yeah. are doing a hybrid thing. I actually didn't look so far into it, but it's e- they're either going with – I think they're doing Ritz on the outside, cream on the inside. And they're only doing a 1,000 boxes, which made me go, I don't care that much. Maybe they'll do more. Maybe they won't. This – I'm really, really bothered. There's some fat ass out there that's going to buy 200 of these boxes. Josh Azube. oh Candidate number two. He has officially announced his bid for president. Mr. Logan Paul says he will be running for president in 2032. We have problems. Couldn't, Couldn't care less. Shit. There's always some shithead who announces that they're going to run. Kanye what? runs every year. Logan Paul in 10 years – Everybody that's 10, 11, 12, not to mention all the 20-year-olds that love him are going to vote for him. No. Okay. You're saying no big deal. Just let it go. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Candidate number three, Arby's has decided they will be releasing a a Wagyu burger, which if you've ever been to a steakhouse, Wagyu, super expensive. Arby's, American Wagyu, 52%. What's it? 48% the other way. $5.99. How you doing? Amazing. Hold on. What makes it Wagyu at for $5.99? Like, what part of the cow is it? Like, tail? Rectum. Uh, Rectum. Damn near killed him. Um, (laughs) Candidate number four, Josh Donaldson. Weigh in on your thoughts of a white baseball player who is a thorn in everybody's side calling a black baseball player who has come out and said he wants to be like Jackie Robinson. It's supposed to be. I don't like it. And Donaldson's an asshole. Now he's got COVID, so I had to replace him. Ably so with that guy, Rosa Gutierrez on the Twins who plays every position. He's good. Nevertheless, my own cross to bear. I I have no thoughts because apparently there's context and they're sort of we're friends these two he called him jackie that's right it, it was like, not great. that's that's the thing but like they apparently have had this joke before maybe anderson's just gaming him and said like you know what let's just get this guy in trouble that's fun too i don't know i both right. go play and by the way both on my fantasy team and anderson's killing it he's like 340 candidate number five kid i was in my fraternity on facebook he went on a rant the other day the long and short was how he's doing some renovations in his house. And when he moved something, he discovered all these poor little ants and their larvae and their eggs were displaced. And he felt so bad how people in this world could do construction and displace insects from their natural homes. Wow. It was, it, I took a screenshot, I'll send it to you. It's, it That's was a really, wow moment. 
view the guy, it's even more wow. Next candidate, the guy who charged Chappelle a couple weeks ago, he got let off of everything. He The assault charge was dropped. He, it, was, it was like, they're not charging him for anything, he, but he's going to jail for attempted murder on his roommate. <laughs> the guy thought he was invincible, I guess. It's hysterical. <laughs> candidate number seven, President George W. was up talking the other day, and he went on a rant all about Ukraine and that bad guy in Russia and then he went on and on, and then he just said, and we're not going to let a country like Iraq, I mean Russia. Yep, he gave away the game. <laughs> he was in autopilot, just said, "You Iraq. I was like, um. And then tell me you heard the follow-up that there were four guys that just got arrested for planning to kill him. They've been staking his house out for two months. Didn't hear that. From Iraq. Shocker, yeah? Shocker. Don't kill people. It's crazy. But Candidate number eight. A Japanese man woke up with 46.3 million yen in his bank account. Translates to win Squid Game three hundred and fifty eight thousand dollars that was in his bank account. It was COVID relief money that he didn't know. He went out, gambled the whole thing away. Well, they like that, but like, how much COVID did he have? Zero. It was an accident. It was supposed to go to the town, and he ended up with it. If you woke up with a million dollars more in your bank account tomorrow, what do yeah. you do? You call somebody, you just go spend no. it. Like, Ooh, I don't know. I call my mom, but like. That's it. And I get rid of it as fast as possible into another account. And next thing you know, I've, I've got shell companies in, in Guam. Who cares? No, no. I, I don't, like, make a thing. Ruth Langmore over here. You're just Hell everything yeah. under the... <laughs> um, nice Jewish girl, though. I know. From the Bronx. But nevertheless, no. Who am I going to tell? I'm going to call the government with my Ned Flanders? Go fuck them. The left Emporium. Yeah. No, Last candidate. I, I got, I'm doing stuff. Zach, this has been bothering me for weeks, but a friend of mine, again, on oh, wait, the face. You tell people if you get a free million? You don't tell people. He spent it. And then they asked him, they asked him, where's the money? He went, I don't know. Yeah, what money? <laughs> what money? Last candidate. Girlfriend's with on Facebook. She's involved in one of those Ponzi schemes where she sells clothing or something, or a pyramid game where she's selling little kids' clothing to other people. She's using her two girls to model all the clothes, and it is like the biggest – it's prostituting your kids. You're pimping them out. It's kids learning their keep. <laughs> learning their keep. Yeah. Think those things are free? Those old tax shelters—they do nothing. All right, I know I what like you're. It, I'm protective of Zoe's on, on Facebook, though. Give me, give me your top candidate, and then you can tell me Fine. your top candidate. The bugs guy, hands down, he's an idiot. What the, gives a shit? It's ants. I'll stop. Step on three tonight. I text yesterday, Alan and Eric, af- or d- yeah, after or during the Yankees O's game. My exact quote to the two of them is, "Did he do it tonight?" And they both knew exactly what I meant because we'd been to a game with Alan where during the anthem. He goes, oh, say, anytime they say, oh, he yelled, oh, because he's Orioles, fantastic. Yeah, they, apparently that's a thing. Except the answer with last night was, yes, he did. And it wasn't a sung anthem. It was a lovely orchestral, instrumental, no words anthem. So out of 20, 30,000 people, one shithead was no, singing. it's more than that. More people said, oh? Yeah, there were a couple. I, I wasn't the first one, but as soon as I heard it in the balconies, I let it fly. Oh, so I, I thought you were the only one in the crowd. I'm amazed you're still, like, ambulatory. You're, you can move. You can walk. I, I thought you'd be killed. One guy, people were heckling you for eating a hot dog. I thought they would have just torn your head off of that. Some former Marine from the Bronx would have just killed you. Maybe if he was ambulatory, he would have. Hey-o! Like, oh, last thing I forgot about Bliss. Somehow he made a comment about he wants to charge the field. We're in the second balcony, right? He goes, has anybody ever charged the field and taken the elevator down to do it? It's a gutsy move. <laughs> 
Anyways, defense, because here's the thing. Star Spangled Banner, Francis Scott Key, written in Baltimore, Wild Bill Hagee, Section 34, Orioles Magic, It's Our Song, it is our thing. You're just jealous you don't have it is our song. It was written in Baltimore, Zach. It is ours. Egomaniac. The ego on this guy. Yeah. Afangul, you're just jealous because you don't have anything. Because you ain't us? Is that what you want? When the Orioles are in Nashville, I'll stop doing it. How about that? You certainly will not. Booze, you're daddy the podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode. I got nothing. We're out, baby. Next week, we're doing cereals. Rank your top ten. People send in your list. Monkey popped all day. I had fun, and uh, yeah, I loved it. I'll talk to you, little baby.